Is there something that happened during your marriage that you think about and feel guilty about, that you dwell on it? Your partner left you and you think about this thing and say, if only I had done that different, maybe he would have stayed with me. Maybe he wouldn't have left. That's what I want to talk about today. Welcome to Heavy Pages, a journey from separation to divorce. This podcast is where we embrace the weight of life's heaviest chapters together. I'm your host, Josie, and I believe that sometimes the pages of life can be heavy, but you don't have to turn them alone. So join me on this transformative journey where we find strength, resilience, and healing in every story. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of the Heavy Pages podcast. I'm Josie, your host, and today we're going to talk about holding on to guilt. And the first thing that I'm going to say is none of us are perfect. I'm sure that there are things that you did do wrong in your relationship, just like there were things that your partner did wrong in the relationship. And basing this solely on relatively normal, not incredibly toxic relationships. There are things on a daily basis that we do wrong, that we say things that we might unintentionally or intentionally hurt our partner's feelings. And we might be cranky some days and we might be lashing out. Unfortunately, relationships are you and another person living through your ups and your downs and your goods and your bads, right? So no relationship is going to be perfect. It's not always going to be sunny and bright. There are going to be stormy days with uh, problems and, and, and anger and misunderstandings. That's just all part of relationships. But in reality, in a healthy relationship, in a relationship where there is good communication, you can speak to your partner about fights and disagreements and misunderstandings and listen to what they say. They listen to what you say and you come to an understanding and hopefully avoid these things again in the future. I'm going to use an example of something that I felt really guilty about that I beat myself up about that I was like, this is why this is one of the big reasons why he left me. And I was just so unreasonable and it was so wrong. And it took going to my therapist and having a conversation with him and sharing this guilt with him for me to finally be able to let it go. So the situation was that when we first got married, we bought super cheap wedding rings. And I was fine with that because I've never been a person that likes to spend a lot of money or need anything super fancy. So our first wedding band set was $99. And that was for the engagement ring and the wedding ring for me and his wedding band for $99. And I was perfectly fine with that. I was fine with that. As our relationship progressed... Our marriage progressed years later. He wanted to get me a new ring. And when we went to look at the ring, 
he picked out the, a ring and I just remember that it was more expensive than I wanted to spend. And I'm not even talking like crazy expensive, but I will say that maybe it was like $1,200 or something like that. And I didn't know how to articulate that I didn't think we should be spending this kind of money on this ring. And I will start by saying that, you know, we were not in a great financial place. We were living pretty much paycheck to paycheck. So this ring was going to be put on credit, but he wanted to get it for me for some sort of um, holiday, some sort of anniversary. I don't even remember what it was for, but I tried on the rings and I had such a bad attitude about it. I didn't want the ring. I think we left and we were mad at each other and it was just a very uncomfortable and bad situation but then we discussed it and I ended up like, okay, we went back and we got the ring. But now what that ring signified was that really uncomfortable, ugly moment between us. It didn't represent anything great or beautiful. It just represented another fight. And of course, when we started going through our separation and that he wanted to end the marriage and things like that, of course, bringing up the, the attitude that I had about that ring was one of the things that he threw in my face. And he was like, I just wanted to do something nice for you and look at how terrible you were. You caused a scene about it. You, you turned it into something ugly. And of course, at that point, when I'm facing the end of my relationship and him wanting to leave me and all of the emotions that come with that, I felt like shit. And I was like, of course, what a bitch I was. Why was I so ugly about that? Why couldn't I just say, fine, buy the ring? Why did I have to be so contrary? And I beat myself up and I felt so guilty about how I acted, how I reacted and the whole situation in general. And so when I went to see the therapist and I was like, he's going to, you know, he wants to leave me. And of course, I'm such a terrible person. Look at what I did. And then the therapist said, wait a minute, let's talk about why you were reacting the way you were that day. Were you stressing about money? Were you stressing about the fact that he was a spender and never really paid attention to the budget and that you guys were living paycheck to paycheck and that you had refinanced your house a couple times and that if you needed groceries, you had to wait till the next paycheck to be able to buy them? And these were situations that I was living in. I was the one in charge of the finances. I knew what money we had and we didn't have. But because I was the stay-at-home mom with our child and he was the one working and bringing in the paycheck, there came a point where anytime I mentioned spending or not spending because he loved to buy the newest electronics, the newest, coolest things, he would get mad at me because I was controlling his spending. And I wasn't trying to stop him from enjoying life and buying things, but I was trying to do things in a way where we were not living paycheck to paycheck because, of course, adding the stress of finances and money into an already stressful relationship is pretty much, you know, a, a sign of doom. And so in those moments when he is looking for rings for me to, yes, do something nice, I'm thinking about we don't have money in the bank. This is another debt that we are incurring. And I also know that 
telling him that we shouldn't buy another thing would upset him because I'm telling him what to do with his money, even if what to do with his money was to spend it on me. And it put me in a situation where I couldn't speak freely, but the only way I could react was in this ungrateful, bitchy way. Wrong, absolutely wrong. But the reason behind it made sense. The, the situation that I was in, the, the stress that I was under because of the finances explains the reason that I acted the way that I acted. And so when I put that into perspective and when the therapist helped me put that into perspective, it did help me be able to release some of the guilt over that particular moment, that particular fight. And even though, yes, I definitely acknowledge that I looked bad in that situation, I didn't understand, I didn't have the mental capacity at that time in that relationship to stand up for us. It wasn't just for me, but for us and for our finances and for our future to say, listen, no. I appreciate you. I appreciate you wanting to get me this. It's a really sweet gesture, but we cannot afford it. Let's not do this now. If you want to do this for me, great. Let's start budgeting for it and putting it aside. And when we have X amount of money, then we can do this. I did not communicate myself well, clearly. And he didn't understand why I was being so ungrateful. And it turned out to be a cluster. And that was something that I carried for a while, feeling really guilty about. And so if there is a moment, a situation in your relationship that you keep going back to and thinking, why did I do this? How could I have done this? No wonder he wants to leave me. I'm such a bitch or whatever. Take a moment and you know where I'm going with next. Pull out your journal and journal about that moment and what was really happening in that moment, what were your thoughts? What were your worries? Where, what was going on around you? Maybe it has nothing to do with finances or whatever, or maybe he wanted to go on a trip, but your mom was sick and you're like, I can't leave my mom because she's sick and he's mad because he wants to take you somewhere and you don't want to go and he just sees you as being ungrateful or, you know, any sort of situation that you are still feeling like, I really screwed that up. That is wrong and you can't let go. You can't let loose on that thing. It gnaws at you. It bothers you. It makes you feel bad. Take the time and journal about it and think about it. And maybe I'm not promising, but maybe you really just fucked up and we all do that too. It, it happens. But, but maybe you realize, oh, there were all these underlying things that just weren't going on. It wasn't handled correctly. It wasn't just that I was just a selfish selfish bitch or ungrateful or whatever. There were things and I just couldn't communicate them well, but these things that were there were real and valid. And that is why this happened. That's not to excuse what happened, but that is to allow yourself to stop feeling guilty about what happened. All that went wrong, what, the reasons that you didn't want these things or the ring or the vacation or whatever thing it is that you are holding on to and that's making you feel super guilty, there's a reason behind it. And once you know the reason behind it, you recognize that you were coming from a place, that the place you were coming from 
was a valid place. You just didn't handle it right. And we've all been there. And so you forgive yourself for that. But you learn. You learn this situation happened because of this. And what do I do now in the future if this situation comes up again with somebody else? Or if you're lucky enough to still be in this in the relationship. But communication, being clear about the situation, the things that make you be able to handle it in a smarter, more informed way so that you still stand up for what you know is right, but you do it in a way that isn't hurting anybody's feeling, that isn't insulting anybody, that doesn't leave you feeling crappy yourself. That is what I suggest for you. And if you do the work and you realize, really, there was nothing, I can't think of anything underlying. I just was in a bad mood that day. Forgive yourself. Give yourself grace. You cannot change the past. This was a situation that happened. Dwelling on it and blaming yourself for it and running it through your head is not going to help you be able to grow and move forward. What you do need to do is accept that it happened, recognize that it happened, and learn and remind yourself that, you will, that you're not going to be this person in the future, that what you did and how you handled it is not the person you want to be in the future. And all of that is part of the working to better yourself, to build up your self-worth and your self-esteem. Because if you do have confidence in yourself and you are secure in yourself, then you can have these conversations. You don't feel like you have to be passive aggressive or anything like that because you feel secure in yourself that you can speak up and say, no, I don't want to do this because of this. Thank you. I love you. But this is not going to work out for us right now. And that is the best that you can hope for is to learn from these things, to grow from these things, to prevent them happening in that way in the future. But you got to get rid of the guilt. The guilt is not serving you. The guilt is not helping you. It's holding you back from being able to grow and learn and be ready to be the most powerful, happy, loved you that you can be. So... Hey there, Josie here with a quick interruption because I've got something special just for you. If you've been tuning into my podcast, you know that it's all about navigating the journey from devastated to divorced with strength and purpose. So I've created a chapter checklist that's like a roadmap through the chapters of your own story. Whether you're blissfully unaware or divorced and beyond, this checklist is designed to help you understand where you are and what steps to take next. It's more than just a checklist, it's a lifeline. And the best part, it's free and my way of saying thank you for being part of this incredible community. So just head over to www.heavypagespodcast.com to grab your free copy. And if you're ready to take charge of your journey and get the support you deserve, let's do this together. Because remember, the pages of life can be heavy, but you don't have to turn them alone. I hope this helped you. I hope you found it interesting. I hope that you do the journal exercise and are able to let go of something that might be nagging at the back of your mind for way too long. And if you want to share with me about it, you know that you can always find me on Instagram or you can email me or leave me a note again at heavypagespodcast.com. So thanks again for listening. I appreciate you. You are worthy. And I will catch you on the next one. Bye for now.
That's going to be it for this episode. If you'd like to reach out to me, you can always find me on Instagram at heavy underscore pages underscore podcast. And if you found this episode interesting, please consider clicking on that five-star rating and following so you are notified when the next episode drops. As always, thank you for listening. And remember, sometimes the pages of life can be heavy, but you don't have to turn them alone.